Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. It's going to be a while till we find the next Steve Jobs by Jason Tenz. In 1933, Thupten Gasto, the 13th Dalai Lama, died at the age of 57. According to Tibetan Buddhist doctrine, the spirit of a departed Dalai Lama chooses the next body into which he will be reincarnated. So, when a group of elders noticed that Gasto's head had pivoted from facing south to facing northeast during the embalming process, they took it as an omen. A search party left Lhasa for the northeastern province of Amdo, where they found a two year old boy named Lamo Thondup. After he successfully identified Gasto's possessions, the search party proclaimed him the 14th Dalai Lama, more than four years after Gasto's death. Our quest to find the next Steve Jobs has not been nearly so inspired. Job's passing in 2011, like the life that preceded it, was infused with spiritual fervor. When he died at 56, mourners around the world built makeshift shrines outside Apple stores, an outpouring more suited to a pope than to a captain of industry. They were a fitting tribute to a man who always conceived of his mission in quasi religious terms. In Job's view, he wasn't just building a business, but putting a dent in the universe. As a student of Zen Buddhism, he presented the first Apple motherboard as proof of his own enlightenment. He knew the equations that most people don't know, his daughter Lisa told Jobs biographer Walter Isaacson. Things led to their opposites. In the time since his death, the tech industry and press has hunted for his next incarnation. At different points, journalists declared Jack Dorsey, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Marissa Meyer, Ethereum co founder Vitalik Buterin, Chinese entrepreneur Joe Chen, and personal finance app creator Angel Rich to be the next Steve Jobs. Tim Cook, Jobs' successor as Apple CEO, cast a shadow on the entire exercise, calling Jobs irreplaceable in a 2012 interview. 
It was a necessary act of expectation setting from the new corporate leader, but it was also true. Job successors may mimic his skills as an entrepreneur or designer or marketer, but how many of them could credibly claim that their career was driven by an LSD-inspired urge to put things back into the stream of human history and human consciousness as much as I could? How many carried themselves with the natural authority of someone attuned to the mysteries of the universe? How many are likely to pass from this earth with an utterance as humble and profound as Jobs? Oh, wow. If you roll your eyes at such mumbo-jumbo, it may be because in the years since his death, Jobs' lofty legacy has come back down to earth. His toxic personality was well established before his death, but the details that emerged have come to define his life as much as his creations. That's probably partly why Elon Musk, another perennial entrant in the next Steve Jobs power rankings, rejects the title, telling Rolling Stone, If I was dying and I had a turtleneck on with my last dying breath, I would take the turtleneck off and try to throw it as far away from my body as possible. Conversely, the technologists most eager to claim Jobs' mantle are the least inspiring. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes, dressed in Jobsian black turtlenecks and cloaked her company's efforts in Jobsian secrecy until her efforts to recreate a Jobsian reality distortion field were exposed to be simple fraud. When ousted Uber founder and CEO Travis Kalanick claimed he was Steve Jobsing it, he wasn't referring to a Joseph Campbell-style episode of exile that results in humility and self-knowledge, but merely biding his time before he could force his way back into the company. Jobs may have had access to equations few people knew, but these purported acolytes follow a much more familiar formula, one that starts with unchecked ego and will to power and ends in disgrace. The larger tech industry suffers some of the same affliction. What was once seen as an almost mystical endeavor to advance the species has threatened to devolve into a series of naked power grabs. The sense of magic that technologists once evoked has been suffused with suspicion and fear as their creations gobble up a greater share of our economy, attention, and lives. Some of this backlash follows the predictable path of the hype cycle, but some of it comes from a vacuum left when Jobs died, the feeling that someone with special knowledge was giving us something we didn't know we needed, granting us powers we didn't know we had. That kind of person doesn't come along on a schedule. We can't declare a new one just because the previous one died. It's been more than four years since Jobs died, but we're still here, searching for a leader to show us the way forward. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.